This is Camping While Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. And I'm Ali. This is a podcast focused on car camping, vintage utility, and adventures off the beaten path, but uh, we're going to talk about a little bit of everything, I think, uh, as we go along here. This is only episode number two, but uh, we already have a little bit of uh, current events to discuss, and that is um, Ali did something crazy, which wouldn't usually be that crazy, although we're in a really weird world. I'm usually much, much more careful with my family's money. (laughs) Well, just the fact that you went and bought a new vehicle during... A weird supply chain issue and the worst time to buy a new vehicle. Two vehicles? Yeah, so let's get into or it. Or is, is one not a vehicle? That's a, yeah, do you call a trailer a vehicle? It depends. No, I don't on think so. What you're hicking. What you're, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm trying to fill in for arts. Awesome jokes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, Okay, so on our first episode, we talked a little bit introduction of this podcast, but now we actually have some stuff to get into, and that is Ali bought a new truck and something to go along with it. So talk about why you did it, what you bought, and how was the experience? Yeah. Um, so uh, picking up on the story, I, I kind of nailed down that I wanted to get an Airstream. And I looked at all the different options, the the base camp. I even looked at that really cool Airstream Interstate 24X. I don't know which that is one. The, it's a sprinter-based driving, like, oh, okay. you know, van life thing. Airstream. It's a, it's a high roof, long wheelbase, dually. So it has a 7,500-pound towing capacity, and um, it's got a really awesome modular, like, interior, and it's a brand-new Mercedes. Is it 24 feet long? 24 feet long. That's crazy. It's nuts. It's huge. It has wow. awnings. It has multiple solar inputs. It's, like, the latest state-of-the-art. Again, it still has, like, you know, all the other crap, propane. Like, I don't know if it has propane. I think it has propane or, or a diesel generator. It has all this other crap. And And the other thought was, what if I'm at a campsite and I need to go to Safeway because so far every single time we get to a KOA or something like that where we're renting, it's like, oh, hey, there's a Safeway over there. Sweetie, yep. we need to go get some tomatoes for tomorrow morning. Of course. Uh, Without not, fail, right? Yeah, exactly. And you're not going to do that when you have your whole like thing popped up and all of that. So then I kind of like um, decided that a trailer is the right solution for us. Especially because if we're like camped out at Yellowstone or Yosemite and we want to go exploring, you can't just like hop on your bike at Yellowstone and like go see it's, you know, it's a drive. So, um, uh, so again, kind of renting all these different trailers and, and campers and stuff, I decided to, to just do the stereotypical thing and go to an Airstream dealer and buy just a a 25 ish foot Airstream. And I chose 25 feet because I saw on a bunch of different campsites that basically as soon as you get above 25, 26, some 27, 28 feet, that kind of you approach 30 feet, then you start getting limited on places you can get. And even Uh at 25 feet, you're a little bit limited on some spots, but 25 feet gets you kind of this like ultimate, like it gets you the, the biggest, kind of grouping of available RV sites that are out there. Um, so, uh, you know, being the, the almost old guy that I am and being a gear guy and being a gear guy and a tchotchke guy, hardcore gear guy, hardcore tchotchke gear guy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I, I found out that 
Airstream does these special editions. <laughs> and <laughs> by the way, that's the gear guys crack. Oh my god. <laughs> when you find out special editions, yeah, yeah. you're going I was for like, it. That's oh, his man. rare Pokemon card. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I saw the Pottery Barn edition. No, do they really? Yeah, there's a Pottery Barn. And bar. I bet that's they, nice. So currently I bet that's a nice edition. I, I would think so. I'm so, into yeah. that. The I'm current like special so they make all these different classes like glob globe trotter and they've got a Chuck E. Well, Cheese edition Chuck they've got a, like all of this a Bartles different and James levels Zima uh, the, the nice thing about these special editions that High have life. come out yeah exactly Jordash Jordash <laughs> you said Doordash or something no no Doordash Doordash isn't bad we should uh, yeah Z Cabaricis <laughs> the worst edition ever <laughs> just everything's silk you're like why is this silk yeah <laughs> Terrible choice. Why are these like cushions just so loose and so tight on the bottom? Like, what the hell? Yeah. Is that hair gel over there? All right. So, uh, special edition guy. Special edition guy, right? So, I'm looking at the pottery barn. That's 28 feet. And they also make these like sprinter versions of the Tommy, now, like, whatever. Are these, are these, Tommy are, Bahama? Tommy Bahama. Uh, these are already, we'll get there. We'll get there. These are already made. Or can you just say, I want my, no, no, no. My these are like, inch, or 19 inch, 19 foot trailer in the pottery barn. This is the Porsche Speedster of Airstream. And do you keep it in a, your pottery barn in a barn? That's the real we question. Can't talk about so that. is this like a one year only thing? Like each yeah, year so they have they, a special edition, like 19, a, they did a, exactly. a pottery barn. And so they do a run yeah, like SpongeBob. They basically whatever. like get to a point in their production schedule where they basically, they put like 300 aside yeah. and then they'll build this special edition and they'll have like the pottery barn design team go through and choose the materials and the features and all of that stuff. So anyways, long story short, the pottery barn one is pretty cool, but I wasn't a huge fan of some of the features and 28 foot is a little bit on the long That's side. too long. Yeah. Um, and also the biggest driver for me, not buying a brand new Airstream was I went to the Airstream dealer in Morgan Hill, the one that's off the highway. And I pulled in and I saw this huge inventory of Airstream trailers and campers. Oh, and so they're like, available. I was like, freaking awesome, right? Let's pull up. I want to talk to them. I want to see what they have. I would say probably 200 Airstreams Whoa. combined on the lot. Dang. And Is the guy looked at me. Segrins? I said, uh, no, it was called, them, huh? um, uh, uh, I'll explain in a second. Okay. It, it's called uh, um, Bay Area Airstream Adventures or something like huh. that. That is the dealership. Okay. So I go there and a nice guy comes out and he's like, and I'm looking at some trailers and I look at that Airstream Interstate 24 X camper, mm -hmm. the sprinter. And I tell the guy, I'm like, I'm looking for like a, uh, one of your special edition things, whatever. He says, I don't have anything available right now. And I said, well, what about these like hundreds of brand new Airstreams that are on your lot? And he's like, they're all sold. These are all comebacks from customers for service. So they're either getting serviced and they have no parts. Or you mean they're getting stuff fixed that broke. Exactly. Mean. So then I was like, wait a second, what's going on? So then I kind of paused. I didn't want to buy a pile of junk. I'm, we're kind of buying up. I'm buying a pile of junk anyways, but I'm, I didn't want to buy that much of a pile of junk. Uh, and so I did some research and I went on these like Facebook groups and stuff. And I realized that like this post pandemic manufacturing quality has gone way down. So you imagine that the RV industry has got this awesome momentum. The pandemic hits. Nobody knows what's going to happen. By the way, peak RV sales were like oh, last year. Yeah. yeah. So 
uh, uh, growth. Yeah. And how many, it was probably hard to get employees. So it's like Joe, exactly. the meth head is working there now. How dare you? First of all, <laughs> Amish yes, you're right. you missed it's Amish meth. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah. So essentially what's happening is through my research is as, as anybody that's in this kind of RV circle world knows service now and quality of new RVs is horrible. So mm. understaffed. So you go shelter in place back in the pandemic, three months or whatever the industry shut down, it comes back and now you have a less of a workforce that's work working in a more restricted, mm. uh, environment with orders that are now double or triple what they were before. And now the entire board members, executive team are saying we had three months of nothing and now you guys need to catch it up. Plus we have more orders like in, and so now you have this perfect storm of manufacturing quality issues. So this is not a, a jab at the engineering of the Airstream, which I also think has tons of improvement that they can do, but the, the manufacturing quality it falls apart when you don't have enough people on the ground to make sure that the checklists are being checked off and quality engineers they're being rushed and, and yeah. you know, line managers that are checking on quality of work and all of that stuff. And so then you see images on these Facebook pages of somebody pulling a drawer open on their brand new Airstream and the drawer face falls off in their hand. Sure. Sure. Right. And so yep. all of that, I'm thinking to myself, okay, let me just look at a couple of year old, like because I know the quality on the few year old Airstreams is still pretty good. Mm -hmm. So started looking and I found it. Lane, you called it. The Holy Grail was, I found a nice, almost new Tommy Bahama edition. Yeah. Because yeah. it was basically. Yeah, those nice like, fabrics. We should also specify that Ali is a croc owner. Oh, yeah. He wears Crocs. I wear oh. Crocs. I have Tommy Bahama. You know, <laughs> so, wait, do pajamas? you really own Tommy Bahama pajamas? <laughs> oh, yeah. I have so much Tommy I don't have any Tommy Bahama. Oh, no. that mask might be Tommy Bahama, actually. You're yeah. so lucky. This mask is uh, Birdwell Britches. Uh, oh, okay. That's cool. Shout out. Uh, I got the same one from Rainbow Sandals. Perfect. It was like identical to that. Um, so anyways, so I found I found this right combination. It is two feet longer than I want. I wanted well, 25 feet. Let me stop you right there for one second. As far as I can tell, Airstreams have been basically the same thing for a very long time. Yep. People will outfit the vintage ones pretty well and be awesome. Correct. So how did you, like, why did you go with new versus maybe something that was been redone or? So there are a couple of things under the skin on the newer Airstreams that are different that will be very, very difficult to replicate on the restoration of an Airstream. And what is that? So, um, super quick. I, you know, last year, I think you guys remember I was about to restore an old Bulls Arrow That's right. trailer. Mm -hmm. And I kind of put that on pause because of some of the things that, you know, it, it would have been one of those like big projects that I wasn't anticipating. Yep. Um, so a modern Airstream. So the cool thing about these like special editions is they throw all the options at it. And so now, you know, you get this right off the, sh right off the uh, showroom floor with dual air conditioning all the awnings, like all this, uh, all the, these extra bells and whistles. It's the GTS in the Porsche world. Exactly. Right. And, and the main reason that I'm going with a modern Airstream trailer is because now they're doing these big giant molded one piece floors. They're, mm. they're really like flexing some of their engineering manufacturing muscle on a few pieces, not as much as I wish they would, but a few pieces mm -hmm. to make the interior 
experience much better. So for example, that creaking that I find in like a grand design or a forest river, uh, coat or trailer that doesn't exist on an airstream because the floor is this big monolithic stiff structure that helps add to a bunch of different things. So a, mo- a pseudo modern airstream is kind of where I want it to be. And I want Got it to it. be like as much up to the pandemic, like what the state of the art was and airstream hasn't released their full like lithium off grid system yet. There's no reason to buy a brand new airstream. Got it. Okay. That makes sense. And not a lot of development probably went into the product during the the last like three years, right? So there's no engineering effort. You're really basing it on like well-equipped and then a certain length. Yeah. All right. Exactly. So 25 foot, 25 ish foot. I, I, I hope I'm not painting myself into a corner by getting a 27 foot trailer. They didn't make a 25 foot Tommy Bahama. So. Oh, I see. I see. They, uh, but, and, uh, yeah. and the one main feature, the reason that I chose this Tommy Bahama and you can get it in a 25 foot is this one has a rear hatch that opens, oh, which cool. is super that's cool. cool. And so, what's back there? Is it a little patio? Or so like- the cool thing is that this one has a queen bed or a twin bed. If you choose it, queen bed in the front then the dinette is all the way in the back that oh, turns so into two twins hang back there. And so you can eat yeah. back there yeah. with the rear hatch open. Yeah. And the coolest part is that you can load your mountain bikes. You can load all right. of that stuff into the rear hatch mm-hmm. without ripping up fabric and like getting it around the bend of the side door and like all of that. That's stuff. really that's, nice. That's really cool. And, um, I put Tommy Bahama up there with greats like Thomas Kincaid. Yeah. You know, Painter of um, light. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, so this is like, it must be beautiful. Price right? Fister. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 What, no. what is, what is, uh, what is, I mean, I'm sure it's just interior. So the Tommy like Bahama thing, fabric choices it or was, something. So, so it, it gives you some good functionality right off the bat. You know, it has the better air conditioning system. It has the better power system, yeah. all of that stuff. Um, and it has the rear hatch, which you can get in a 25 foot Airstream, but you have to wait. It's like a 10. So it's a really good, like a package price for all these things. And then you get all this extra stuff. So the Tommy Bahama is that basically Tommy Bahama's designers went through and designed a bunch of stuff. So there is the stuff that is less than ideal is that like, there's like, you know, Hawaii print, like wallpaper on a couple of the walls, but it has, it has like you know, really nice, clean fabrics on the inside. Like it looks nice. It looks much more tidy and more kind of modern than the regular Airstream hmm. with the beige cushion. Besides that wall that says it's five o'clock somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. Or like or this way to the beach. Yeah. You guys can talk all the shit you want. The one that I says hamburger in paradise. <laughs> it has a little, margar- sitting there little margarita, enjoying, little margarita dispenser. When you're enjoying. So this thing comes with like a full bar on the inside, the Tommy Bahama. Edition oh, I'm has sure. Like all this cool. And it comes with like these cool Tommy Bahama chairs and like all this stuff. So when you're sitting in those chairs, enjoying a cocktail, Just how many, yeah. how many Marlins are there on this thing? So, many what All are the, the uh <laughs> the handles for the cabinets and stuff are oh they yeah marlins? Are they peaches of like birch wood you will be you will absolutely love it there are no the hardware yeah. is all leather straps that's kind of cool it's actually kind of cool it, th- i'm telling you like it is tacky because it's tommy bahama and when you open the screen door the screen's like a cutout of a marlin holy hell <laughs> No, it is not. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, my God. You were right. You're going to love it. You're going to love he it. He said how many Marlins? <laughs> I wow. can't hang. I can't hang. But the bottom line is that it is it's it is bang for the buck. Probably the best obnoxiously priced Airstream. You okay. Buy. Okay. I, f- I feel like I'd like the Pottery Barn a little more, but Potter, I, I think the Pottery Barn. barn I feel like they're a little more, a, they're a little more restrained. Imagine if there's like silent. a Pendleton. So before like, this, that would be dope. Before the Tommy Bahama, there was the Eddie Bauer. 
Yeah, but Eddie Bauer is pretty low budge you know, these days. Uh, Eddie Bauer, Pendleton would, be cool. Pendleton would be sick. That's where you want to go with or it. Or Orvis, something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. Um, we'll anyways, I'm done. Anyway, so this was the best. Anyways, so now I have this. Patagucci. Patagucci. So I have this Airstream in mind. I'm ready to buy it. And I have my wife's GL550, which has a 7,300 pound towing capacity. I thought you were going to say you had your wife's credit card. <laughs> just ready to buy it. What year's your GL? 2015 yeah um 7300 pound towing capacity and that was actually the vehicle that we used to tow this like 28 foot forest river trailer through the cascades yeah, i remember you had a picture this, of yeah. your your daughter's like out yeah. the window it was like a picture from the like towards yeah. the rear yeah exactly oh. we were going through the cascade mountains like the thing was a beast that mercedes will tow a lot of things more than 7300 pounds mm -hmm. but you know, I didn't want to put wear and tear. Plus, it's my wife's car, and she really likes it, and she doesn't want it gone every weekend when I go on camping trips. And also, like, let's just be real here. What could go wrong with a seven-year-old Mercedes-Benz yeah, out in exactly. the middle of nowhere? You know, and you pull into uh, Ely, Nevada, and you're like, yeah, I need an alternator, and they just laugh at you, whereas if you're in a different... I'll give you a real example. Last summer, when I took that Mercedes up there, after that long drive, uh, we had a coil pack go out, which they do. Sure. Normal thing. Yeah. I actually now have a spare coil pack in the trunk of the car. Yep. Um, you know, Mercedes V8s of that era, that's only, that's one of the weak points, not many weak points, but that's one of them. Um, I went to the dealership up there and they looked at us like, I was like, I think the coil pack's bad. It's misfiring. Pretty straightforward. And they are just like, yeah, we can get you a coil pack in like three or four days. What? Like this was Bellingham, Washington. Was this right? during COVID? Like pan, no. uh, supply uh, yes. chain stuff? Yeah, uh, this was during COVID last year. Oh, okay. Do, um, are they yet, um, are those coil packs like at Craig and yeah, all those yet? Bosch makes They're one. They're on Amazon. Yeah, yeah, You can yeah. get them. I can Next get, day. Yeah, exactly. But you so just Delphi went, makes them and stuff. The dealer didn't have OE They didn't have the parts. OE Mercedes yeah, yeah. parts, yeah, but they whatever. So anyways, yeah. the long story short is I don't want to take my wife's great SUV that she uses every day to do her things and just make it like the towing vehicle, right? Mm -hmm. So I finally decided after much annoyance to myself, decided to just go buy a truck. Um, originally, I was looking for basically either a Chevy... Uh, Silverado HD, GMC equivalent, or Ford. I'm not that much of a Dodge person. Diesel, um, gas? Diesel. If I'm going to buy a new truck, I, I was also thinking about the um, the F-150 hybrid, mm. but the market right now on on any of these big heavy, any, any truck, any vehicle, but especially these diesel trucks, the work trucks. So it took me about three weeks to secure a vehicle. <laughs> from the time that I decided I wanted to buy a truck. Um, and I looked at F450s, F350s, like all of this stuff. I went and drove the GM, the, the Chevrolet products were pretty good, but they were kind of half a cycle of technology behind the Ford products, meaning um, GM had a couple of cool, like self-driving features that they adopted from their Cadillac brand or would the, their which I understand is pretty solid. Yeah, it, it's, it's pretty good, yeah. but there were a couple of other kind of towing features that Ford did better. Um, so for example, the Ford F two fifty, you can get it with this, it's called the ultimate trailer package that has backup assist. So it uses its cameras and you use a knob to steer and it just sits almost kind of like a hill descent control, uh. but like backing up your trailer and you calibrate your trailer's length and its dynamics 
in the vehicle, you do a, like a calibration loop that they ask you to do. And then the vehicle can pull the trailer back into its own spot, huh. which is pretty cool. It's rad. So I figured if my wife is ever going to drive this thing, I don't think she ever will. I wanted something where she can, you know, she can uh, drive it if she needed to. And frankly, driving all the different trucks that I, that I had a chance to drive, the Ford was, had the best power, most, you know, whatever. Um, so now, okay, I've decided to buy a Ford F-250 Super Duty and I start looking yeah. and I see, I, I would drive by like Capital Ford in San Jose and I see like a nice blue one, but it's got all this like crazy shit that I don't want, like the tremor package and off-road tires and all of this stuff. But then I realized that like, that's kind of the only thing out there. Cause there's, you find two vehicles on lots now. And I would look every day and I would see a new truck that was exactly what I wanted that Sunnyvale Ford had or Frontier Ford had or whatever. And I would call them and the answer was always the same. It's a special order truck. Ford puts these trucks. If they come into our inventory for a second, they put it on our website. Um, these are all called for, spoken for. Uh, occasionally an F-250 will come up that a dealer had ordered last year, for example, that's available. But then you get into these scenarios where um, you're looking at a minimum of twenty, fifteen to twenty thousand dollar asking markup. What they'll just put on the sticker price, yeah, for yeah. a work truck, right? Yep. And and then I thought to myself, okay, well, I can lease it, you know, whatever. Like, by the way, we're not letting you lease trucks, work diesel trucks now. Really? Like, you have to buy it. This is it's a crazy world because the lease wouldn't work out with that markup. Yeah, they wouldn't like the, the financing still, wouldn't work. There's there's but a couple still of after reasons. after the lease, they would still be able to resell the truck for full I know, pop. I, I know, but I, I don't know what I don't know if this is a Ford corporate thing. Yeah, but, but you know, basically, I think what they are trying to do is limit demand because what I found out, I just picked this truck up like three weeks ago, two weeks ago. Um, what I found out was. Um, that the 2022 diesels Ford trucks are all called for now. As of two weeks ago, every 2022 allocation and build scheduled for 2022 is now sold out. And by the way, they make like 300,000 of these. It's craziness. Like, so this is, we're talking about. I mean, best selling vehicle or F-150, best selling F-Series Best selling vehicles. Well, that's what I'm saying. They make a million F-Series trucks, but out of those, the diesels are like maybe a third or something. I don't know what the number is. So when I went to say, okay, well, I'll just special order a truck and I'll use my wife's SUV for the next three or six months or something. The guy basically laughed at me. He said, I'm not going to special. I have 15 other people that want to special order more expensive trucks than you. I'm telling them, no, they have to buy something out of inventory. Jesus. And if you want to special order something, he said, you need to order a 2023. I don't have a build sheet for a 2023 yet. So order a 2022. You will get rejected. And when you get rejected, then It'll that puts you in line. line for, and I'm like all this work. So then I just start calling dealerships just every up yeah. from all the way up from Washington down to LA yep. over to Nevada. And you know what you want. So that makes it easier. Yeah. I just wanted an F two fifty diesel diesel with a Lariat package and the towing. Thing. Yeah. You're a Lariat guy. I mean, <laughs> I've I'm ultimately a King ranch guy. I mean, but you wanted the Tommy Bahama edition, but they didn't make yeah, it. Yeah, They didn't make a Tommy Bahama. Let's not talk about that right now. Some little trauma. If you get a King ranch that you have to do badge delete. 
That is such an annoying. You can't. Badge. That's the problem. So the I rivet is here's a here's a little. And how about like, the the Dodge Longhorn okay. one? That's or the worse. Texas Ranch seventeen seventy six. I think or honestly, if Ford, Toyota, and GM, and Dodge, <laughs> is that all of them? Yeah, pretty much. If they made like the the platinum, like so they make Ford makes the F one fifty XL XLT Lariat King Ranch. Uh, limited, sorry, platinum and then limited. Limited is their top tier, right? Above platinum. Above platinum. That doesn't seem <laughs> and right. And above King that, Ranch? That doesn't seem right. The King? Above, King Ranch is like for King. the, yeah, King Ranch is like, you're down there with the Lariat homies. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. So, um, and then, and then you can get all this like FX4 and Tremor package and all of that stuff on I'm top not, of I'm all that. I'm out on this. Tremor. Tremor looks pretty good. I saw the, F- the Tremor looks good. A friend of ours that goes rallies with us, he has an, uh, an F250 Tremor. It looks yeah. pretty decent. They, Dark it's gray. basically like a Super Duty Raptor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right? But yeah. the problem is that it drops your tow rating a little bit. And they're they, very expensive. And they're very expensive. So um, I think honestly, just side note, if, if these guys would make like a super top tier truck, that had like badge delete, super yeah. clean looking. The boring edition. It looked like it. a work truck, but mm-hmm. just like everything is top shelf. I bet yeah. you they would sell the shoot out of those things. I always yeah. think, what if they didn't build those trucks in 42 minutes and they actually spent like 42 hours yeah. <laughs> build, putting one together? So yeah. what would but, it be like? What if me, they actually took more than like 42 hours to design the <laughs> interior I trim the panels? I would say the design, yes. The build... Uh, so long story good. short, I called multiple dealerships, including one crazy story where I found out the manager, general manager of the dealership, first job at any dealership was given to him by my late uncle, who is his mentor. And like we talked for 20 minutes and like the dude almost started tearing up over the phone about how much he loved my uncle and all of this stuff. And I'm like, that's so rad. Can you please send me an invoice for this truck? I'll sell it. I'll buy it. I am not fucking kidding you. This guy had a $20,000 markup on that invoice after he sent crying with me about my uncle. Yeah, but dude, business is business. Exactly. So, uh, long story short. Frontier Ford had basically a Lariat work truck. So oh, your local dealer, basically. Local dealer. I call. I kept calling and I kept calling. Uh, and the guy was like, yeah, we have one. It's $10,000 markup. And yeah. I was like, first of all, $10,000 markup is half of what everybody else is saying. Let me go at least look at it. And I just told him, I'm like, I'll pay cash. I want no markup. And we went back and forth, back is and cash forth. Is cash king though? No, no, it's not king so ranch. cash was never king, king when I was a it is dealer. Now. It is now because the dealers want to like, they don't because they do, want, they don't want to they're getting the markup. So they can't, it's hard to finance a yep. car. A, a they don't want to do paperwork. It's they just like real estate, right? Yeah. Like you can't get a loan for. Exactly. It has to appraise for the so, right value. So my concession after going back and forth from a $10,000 ask was a $2,500. I pay a $2,500 markup and pay the $2,500 prepaid service option and the Mm. checkout, which is fine. I always little note, the only thing worth buying at a dealership when you buy a car is potentially the prepaid service. If you're, Oh, I always say floor mats. That's just me. No, Uh, mats thrown in. So, so anyways, I bought the Ford truck. I bought this F two fifty Lariat white in white on what uh, interior black interior. That's good. It's just kind of like a basic truck, but it does have, it's nice that it doesn't have the blackout package. It doesn't have the Chrome package. And it's a, it's a 
Crew cab. Crew cab, four-wheel drive. Not a dually. Not a dually, F-250. Got it. Short bed. Short bed. Short bed, I did want an eight-foot bed, but this was all I could find. I couldn't find an eight. Eight-foot beds were like, if you find an eight-foot bed truck... Like so you won't silly. find it for less than a twenty. It's so silly. Markup. This would have been the opposite. Like they, those are it's just craziness. car. Those are trucks that you would the be craziest. everywhere. Like, uh, and you, by the way, they would be ten thousand under sticker. Right. Yeah, you'd be like, and there'd be, be like today. This and you're like, yeah, that's Ford every day, truck dude. month or whatever. Yeah. It'd be yeah. a dealer lot full. And now you go by, like our local dealership, which is North Bay oh Ford. My God, there's there's five cars. trucks and they're yeah. parked all parallel along the street yeah. to hide the rest of the empty lot. Yeah, it, every it's lot that that was wacky. that goes without saying. Like every lot that I went to, if it did have vehicles on the lot, just like that Airstream situation, they're yeah. all sold. You know what's trippy about this too is that people are still not really back at work, and so why is there such a demand? That's what I don't get. The demand is recreation. Yeah, well, I think that's a big part of it. But um, also, like, how many? Even if half the people bought new cars every year that normally did, that's still crazy. And they're not they're not up to that they're not up to that supply. Yeah, there's something right. You know, like it's so very it's, strange to figure out. I would, I want to talk to like a, a economist or supply chain. I mean, I think it's a. But isn't it just a simple? It's just very simple math, right? They just couldn't produce enough trucks. Yeah, and it it was such or a long cars or anything. backlog that now they're it's catching up to them basically. It's very strange. Yeah. And, and I mean, we can nerd out on, on the, the mechanics of the supply chain that lead us to where we are now. This is all supply chain. Everything that we're dealing with is, uh, when they say shortage, but it wasn't also supply chain. It was the fact that the, the factories are dormant for three months or whatever it was. Like they shut down production. Exactly. And so that then put it just as like a stacked against them. So what what ended up happening, but they're also not, it's just like the, uh, you know, all these thing with the, the trailer, um, where like now there's not enough employees working for that company. Plus they had a backlog of orders. This, they have a backlog. Materials are sitting on containers. And so this, they have a backlog of, things and they're not able to build trucks as as totally. many cars or trucks and totally. it's like everything combined makes it you know yeah yeah so so yes f series is the biggest whatever selling everything but um but their production numbers you know the, and it's 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 about the this kind of like choked up supply chain that we have right we have parts sitting in trucks and in containers yep. all around the country all yeah around the world i was in long beach a couple weeks ago yeah saw, or it's a month nuts, ago, saw, all, saw all that stuff yeah it's crazy yeah um so anyway so you found this truck do you want to talk about how much it costs this is an insane I would rather thing not talk about it <laughs> it will probably make my wife want to do something well, bad no to me, i mean it is what it is i'm just I thinking mean, of like all the I other mean, it's stuff a brand new truck it's not like it's a all the other stuff that you would have purchased with this money eighty thousand dollar msrp Right, yeah. which is right. insane. It's Plus insane. markup, and this is not the King Ranch. It's not the Limited. It's this not the Platinum. Not even this a, is like not a, even a Platinum. I know. It's a Lariat with black interior, white with black interior. Right, eighty thousand dollars. And then he added on that Tanu cover, oh, son. Yeah, oh, and the service contract. <laughs> yeah. Shout uh, out to Re- Retrax Pro XR. I love that Tanu cover. Great name. Aluminum tonneau cover. I haven't seen the truck yet. Nice. I've seen pictures, but I haven't. Do you have it here today? Downstairs. I'll yeah. go, we'll go check it out after this. Um, so, all right. So you get a brand new truck. Are you excited? Are you like kind of happy? Are you bummed? Is it kind of cool having a truck? Because I think you're kind of like writing this off for your, you know, traveling yeah. for 
towing your airstream yeah. and stuff. Yeah. It was a tool. So in a way, it it's like it's a, it's a tool. It just because I know a lot of people, you know, like me, I would feel like a real douche if I bought a truck right I now. I feel like, like a, a big total truck. asshole but driving that truck. You have like a just there's a little bit of a justification for owning this thing. Um, yeah. So you have a, a right. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense, but well, no, he had to buy it to tow the airstream. Yes, basically. And no, yeah, he didn't and, have. But to- there's all kinds of side benefits too. Like I needed a truck for my house, and I also have all these old cars that constantly need to be towed. Yeah, to sure, places. sure. And, and it's like, kind of cool to have a truck. It, it's right? kind of cool to have. Like I, I but can tell you, it's a behemoth, and you didn't have to buy brand new. It's the smallest of the behemoths, and I kind of did need to buy a brand new because every used truck used is, is ridiculous. That's this trailer backup package. No, I know, I know, doesn't but, exist. Well, of course. Like, and then you get into, and then. The price With doesn't make sense. Where the price makes sense, exactly. you get into unreliable old trucks. You're back to the GL Mercedes. Yes. Like to save enough money to justify me buying used, which was somewhere around the five to $10,000 mark, you're starting to look at F-250s with like 40,000 miles. Yeah. You're like, wait, why would I do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? No, I, I totally get it. Okay. So you bought this truck and you're going to go collect the trailer? Is that the... So I'm going to pick up the trailer tomorrow. I was actually supposed to pick it up... Where is it? During Christmas in Napa. Oh, okay. Um, I found it on RV Share. Uh, sorry, RV Trader. RV, RV Trader. Share is rentals. RV Trader is like Auto Trader, but for RVs. And where are you going to keep it? Stop asking these questions. <laughs> <laughs> he had to buy a he had to buy a house <laughs> know, yeah, with a long driveway. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I have I have RV storage okay. lined up. Okay, um, but you're not keeping it at your house. Is my no, question. I'm not going to keep it at my house. Yeah, uh, I may keep it there for a couple of weeks just to kind of like Check enjoy it, it. Maybe use it during the day see, or see something what's like up. that. Annoy the neighbors. Annoy the neighbors. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, have but a yeah. little barbecue out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'll get all the awnings <laughs> out. Empty, the, <laughs> empty it into the sewer. You yeah, empty yeah. the old yeah. crappers full. Yeah. I'll, put, I'll put the porta potty out in the driveway. <laughs> like, yeah. As long as you're in your Crocs, that's all I want to see. Uh, always. Yeah. Blasting um, so blasting some Tommy Bahama style music, whatever that is. The, the it's cool all it is, oh, is, is. It's obviously. It's Island Life, bro. It's, it's what's his name? Dude, it's uh, like <laughs> Margaritaville. Margaritaville. Jimmy Mr. Buffett. Jimmy Mr. Buffett. Margaritaville. Jimmy yeah. Buffett. Um, all right. So have you driven this? truck much uh i bought it with 14 miles it's got 3200 miles on it already that's pretty good uh yeah i uh the timing kind of worked out and we were headed up to anacortes washington as we do on our time off um and instead of taking the gl which we love driving the gl up there i said let's take the truck Uh, we have we have this truck let's open that tonneau cover you stuff that thing as full as you want it doesn't matter kids and the wife were in the back it was so rad (laughs) i'm just (laughs) um so blankets uh, <laughs> uh, it's four wheel drive. Uh, four wheel drive. Okay. It's got the FX four package, which is uh, oh, it tell it says it on the side. Which is yeah, a great, yeah. I'm what a have, great name. I'm gonna have yeah. Kevin take all in, that. in low resolution Total. vinyl printing. Totally. It says FX four. It's on been the, the same. I'll show you exactly where I tried to peel that sticker off at the dealership, <laughs> and they're like, "Don't do that here." Yeah, yeah. So, uh, anyways, um. Yeah, it's four wheel drive. And I knew there was a big kind of snow front coming. And this was basically we were going to hop on I-5 through whatever, through California, Dixon or whatever, Oregon, head up all the way up to Anacortes, Washington, basically straight shot I-5 for 13 hours, 13 and a half hours. And you've and done you, that drive so many times yep, now. And turn left at Highway 20 and you get to my mother. So what's house. a more efficient vehicle, the Mercedes or this on that drive? Should we turn this into trivia? So, well, first eight, of all, eight. I want to ask you, do you think Anacortes can really call itself an island? Anacortes is not an island. Oh. Fidalgo is the island. Okay. Anacortes okay. is the town on the island. 
Fidalgo is an island. All it has, by the way, land. It's a big peninsula, and there's a river uh-huh. that goes like at, across a section of it, and then they call that an island. By the oh, way, so that is not a magical river. It is an island. That's the ocean. It's not the river. Uh, it's river. <laughs> 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 all right. Well, I will right, we'll leave a comment. Leave, leave See, comments. Colin, Colin, if you know. All right. All right. So, so we go up to Anacortes, right? Um, beautiful island. Beautiful island. Island life. Island, island boys. Life. So we, uh, I said, okay, we'll, we'll leave the Mercedes at home. We'll take the truck. Yeah. And, uh, and I have to say, um, obviously not as smooth as a Mercedes and the Mercedes doesn't quiet, have a probably. speed limiter. Um, so, Pretty easily. Speed How fast are you going? What, on yeah, there, what are you talking about? Let's just say that you can set the cruise control for 95 on the Ford truck, but no more than that. I see. Um, okay. So 96, it stops. Your, it stops your... going faster at 96. Right. But I didn't go. I mean, this was all theory. Uh, the Mercedes easily, easily 110 miles an hour up I-5 okay. in theory. Yeah. Uh, so. Mercedes Benz, we've done that drive several times. The fastest I've done it was in my Targa, 12 hours and five minutes. Um, and on the Mercedes, we get around 14 miles per gallon. The Targa got me, I forgot what it was, like 16 miles per gallon. Hmm. That that low? I was going to say that's low. I'm driving like 110 miles an hour okay, the whole okay. way. In theory. Like a total ass. In, in, in theory. Yeah. These are, this is all theoretical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a uh, simulation. All right, so Ford F-250 Lariat Super Duty. Four-wheel drive. Four-wheel drive. Four-wheel drive with the Michelin LTX AS Pluses on that. Okay. Uh-huh. Yep. The slightly more aggressive LTX tires. Yep. And a tonneau cover. 18 miles per gallon, cruising at an average of around 80 to 85 miles an hour the entire way. Pretty good. Pretty good. Huh. Really good. And she's saying, and get rid of those Priuses and diesel. Teslas. Diesel was like 350 outside of California. Yeah. Uh, so not so a bad. Gallon. It's pretty good. Nice. So to, to answer your like comment earlier, I have to say that the build quality, maybe the design is not what I would mm-hmm. consider, but it, it serves its function perfectly well. Um, the build quality on that truck and everything that we tried to use it for worked absolutely flawlessly with, and it was very comfortable the entire yeah. time. Um, couple of little like annoyances that I'm not quite used to yet is it takes like half an hour to warm the truck up literally. Cause Before it's just you can roll six, or no, no, you can drive it yeah, right yeah, away. Yeah. But, but like it comes when to temperature? it's like 11 so it's degrees, like old school diesel. Yeah. So. Like when it was like 11 degrees in Anacortes mm-hmm. and I'm looking at the car buried in the snow in the driveway and I want to go take, you know, go for a drive yeah. or something. I would have to start the car and it's got a 15 minute timer on the app and it shuts itself off after 15 minutes. And I'd have to change that to like 30 minutes. So by the time I got in the car, it was like nice and warm and the snow had melted and the ice had melted and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. That was one thing. And then just, I don't understand lifted trucks because this thing stock height is already so obnoxious to get into the back of the truck. And that's also, yeah, for your young kids that are trying to jump up there. And then you're also driving through like parking lots and stuff. The thing's massive. Yeah. This is definitely like a, like I couldn't, I'm daily driving it for a couple of days. I'm going to go pull the target back out of the garage. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Cause it, it, it's, it's kind of obnoxious just wheeling the scene. I know. And the number of, and the number of people in the U S that use these as their, their daily driver is yeah. kind of unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So long story short, 
wanted to go camping, bought an Airstream or wanted to buy an Airstream. Had to get truck. a tow vehicle. Had to get a stupid truck to do yeah. that. So that's, that's, I think about that often. It's like you're, you say you're going to get this new Airstream. You're not going to want to get some crappy truck because yeah. like, that's how you're actually traveling. Exactly. Right. So you want to get something that's really nice to be in that that's where it gets kind of like crazy and pricey. Right. Because yeah. you don't want to like, you know, a 1987 Ford F-150 or no, F-250 no. could tow this thing. Yep. But then you're in this like awful environment, dude. Well, because you could have gotten a... I could have got a the, work truck. We could have got the nicest 7.3 liter diesel from like 20, 2005. Yeah, exactly. That was, had the right suspension, like Bilstein's and it had, you know, everything dialed, but you're still in an old truck. And you don't, don't have Bluetooth. Yeah. Or like you, you could have bought an excursion, like exactly. top of the line excursion diesel. Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess that's. The nice thing about this truck works. is that like zero complaints from my wife or kids the entire drive yeah. up and the entire cool. drive down. They're comfortable. And you're sitting right? up high. You're sitting up high. My wife likes to the visibility. The kids are like, oh, this is so fun. Like, I can actually now, like, point mountains out and say, oh, look at... Like, oh, yeah, they the, can see. You can see stuff, right? It's also... um being high up masks the speed you're going, so yeah. your wife might not think you're driving very fast when you are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it, it was... um, It was a great experience. I really do not like the fact that I had to buy a truck to do what I want to do. Um, but I did and I did. And so this is where we're are, where we are. And, and I think there are other ways of doing this, but this is kind of like the cleanest turnkey solution that just like, you know, yeah. And you could sell it package. in two years for 10 grand more than you exactly. thought of. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes when we talk about vintage car stuff, uh, the car is, the key to these events that you can do, yep. whether it's a rally or a race. And in this case, the truck is your key to having this yeah, camping exactly. experience. So that's just how it goes sometimes. Yeah. And worse. And, and the cool thing about this truck is that if I decide to do something other than an Airstream, a fifth wheel or something, please, by the way, smack me in the head. If I decide to go fifth, wheel. Jesus, I'm going to um, get you a pair of uh, croc. I don't even know what. No, 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 no. What would you need? That. Suspenders. No. No. I'll get you some suspenders. Yeah. Suspenders. Yeah. If that's, you go fifth wheel, you have to have that's suspenders. That's funny. My neighbor across the street growing up had a fifth wheel on his Ford and he had suspenders all, all day, every day. Yep, yeah, yep, not yep. me. I'm I'm not about the fifth wheel life. Okay. I okay, mean, we'll fifth talk. wheel towing is really By rad. the way, shout out to Scamp fifth wheels that go on a I mid-size. saw one on the highway. Oh, because oh, they're God, short, right? They so rad. On, they go on a mid-size truck. It's yeah, a mid-size right. fifth wheel. That's pretty cool. A Tacoma was pulling this mid-size Scamp fifth wheel. I was so like, fifth wheel I life, slowed right? down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Many slowed down. Suspenders. I was like, sweetie, take a picture of that. She's like, that doesn't impress me. I'm you know like, what are you talking about? You know the suspenders <laughs> that the rude boys wore, like ska days? Little skinny ones, yeah. yeah I'm uh, down with that. Or the, the Volkswagen Bug fifth wheel, the infamous Volkswagen Bug oh, fifth wheel. Gosh, that's such a... Yeah. Wow. Roof over the roof. wheel? Come on. Uh, All right, no, fine. No, no. No, All right, so cool. this, this has been episode two. We hope you enjoy it. Thank you for listening. There'll be more to come. Yeah. That's thanks. all I can say. Bye. Okay, see you. Later.